Welcome to DivaChain Demystified, where we dive deeper in special topics around our project. The goal is to bring some answers to some tricky questions and maybe also bust some myths. We are Beauty and Lord Mark, and today's topic is How does DeFiChain build native DeFi on Bitcoin? Good afternoon, Kügi. How are you today? Good afternoon. I'm fine. I'm on the road, so You're different road. background. Fighting with technology, but oh, that's all we perfect. will manage. That's all fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. Like you said, you are traveling at the moment. Uh, even more appreciated that you make that possible yeah. today. Guys, we had a very interesting Tifachain Demystified a couple of days ago. The title was, does, uh, hold on, the title was, what are what UTXOs and why do we need them? And Kyrie explained that actually quite well. So today's video is planned as a follow-up to this first topic. And we're going to dive a little bit more into this topic and get a little bit more, uh, yeah, uh, tackle a couple of more special problems here. Uh, hint, if you don't understand what we are talking about, no problem at all. Check out the first video, then it's for sure far easier to follow Kyrie along. And Kyrie... With that, without further ado, the stage is all yours. Let's dive in. Do you want me to share the screen? Yeah, of course. Okay. As always. As always. What's our starting As comment always. normally? <laughs> normally, the, the history of DeFi chain is a history full of misunderstandings. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this, this topic is a bit, bit tricky. <laughs> Something like this. Um, I think there are really a couple of misunderstandings possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's definitely. Um, yeah, maybe um, as Mark said, um, we have the, the, the previous video about the UTXOs and everything. So if you don't know what this graphic is about, watch the other video. <laughs> um, just as a quick reminder for everyone who knows, but maybe forgot a part of it. Um, we have our blockchain, um, which is uh, Bitcoin related or on, on built on the technology of Bitcoin, where the blocks have transactions. And each transaction is basically just a uh, um, so, uh, a combination of we have inputs from different addresses um, with different amounts. We have a list of outputs where the sum of the inputs equals the sum of the outputs plus the fee. And an output is the unspent transaction, the UTXO, um, the unspent, unspent transaction output that can be spent in a, in a new transaction. Um, and now, uh, today we want to talk about um, how DeFi chain um, build on top of this logic, on top of this structure, the possibility to have native DeFi in the chain. Because usually when you have like Ethereum or something, um, other chains, you have the um, DeFi um, and the, the, yeah, the, the DeFi transactions, the whole um, logic of DeFi where you have DEX, swaps, um, loans, whatever, um, that's in the EVM. So it's not native in the chain, but it's in a smart contract or something. And on a DeFi chain, it's really native on the chain. So the chain itself knows what to do without anyone else um, telling them to. And the question is how we build that on top of the, the, that technology. And for that, um, apologies um, upfront, it gets a bit technical today. Um, I'm trying to get not too deep into the technical stuff. Um, if people want to know more about the deep technical stuff, um, 555 likes, so how much was it? And commands, um, 
then we do a third video on the on the deep tech. Um, exactly. So we, we we try to dive a little bit deeper into the technology or in the ins and outs, but we want to keep it a little bit lighter, so not really hardcore. Uh, so if you if you want to hear more, then let us know. Kugi is absolutely capable to dive even deeper into that. Cool, Kugi. Kugi. Wants to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's 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 go see in here. into the deeps. Um, so this this is as we had last time already. It's it's an it's a different transaction than last time mm -hmm. because I forgot what the transaction was. So I got a new one from DeepScan. Um, standard transaction: two inputs from the same address, one output to the same address, probably the change and one output to a different address. Mm -hmm. um, and here I have basically the, the real technical stuff when you say, when you look at the data, um, I hope you can see that good enough, um, where you have the inputs. So if you um, um, look at this transaction, you can do that in the CLI um, on the full node where you say uh, get word transaction with the verbose output, you see the inputs that the V in is the, the inputs. You have mm. two inputs here. First one is my previous transaction ID with the ID, uh, index from the output. And then the signature that I say, okay, the owner of this previous um, UTXO um, signed that this input can be uh, used. And the same for the, uh, for the second input. From this transaction ID, this output number is used. Um, this is the, the, the script signature or the, the script um, ID and here the signature that this input is allowed to be used. Um, so that's just the inputs. And on the output side, we see um, we have two outputs and you have always in the output the value. Um, you have the token ID. Token ID is always zero in our case because zero token is DFI. On the UTXO level, we only have DFI. Okay. Um, so the, the value is 209 point something DFI. The number of the output, so this is index zero, this is index one, that's the one that's, or that's the, the number that's referenced in input. And then you have this script pub key part, which is basically this, what is this output about? Mm -hmm. um, and on the default um, case, on the standard UTXO case, this output is about how to know which address this output goes to. And here we already see two different ways, um, and we see the opcodes. Um, Bitcoin already has this opcodes so or operation codes um, that tells this the chain what to do with this output kind of. And here we have this, okay, hash 160, that's an internal opcode, how to handle this address, what type of address this is, and compare it uh, with an opequal, and then you know that this is the address that you want to get. Mm -hmm. And um, here the output nicely gives us also this base 58 um, encoded way of the output uh, of the address that we can easily read it. But it's basically, this just means, um, this is just a nice way of reading this output. And here the hex is exactly the same thing, just encoded with uh, hex numbers of the opcodes. And the, um, just to, to see that we already have something there that uh, on Bitcoin level is used, because mm -hmm. here we have a new address, a SegWit address, the, the Pech32. Uh, um, in our case, for, uh, for DeFi chain, they start with the BF1. Um, and here you see it already looks different. It's not an op hash 160 with the equal in the end, but it's a bit different with a zero op, uh, op code. And it says from the type, it's a witness v2, uh, v0 key hash. So that's already, they see this script part in the output tells the chain how to um, interpret this output. 
So we already have something there on Bitcoin level where we have also different um, opcodes. So the standard opcodes are just like, what type of address is this? Sometimes you have a multi-signature in the opcodes and stuff like that. So multi-signature is all done with this opcodes and with this um, um, script part. But this, okay. so you can do stuff on the script side, script side of Bitcoin, but not full DeFi. Um, so when we look at it, then what we do on top of that, Kuki, short question. Um, so that means Bitcoin has opcodes, but these opcodes are quite simple, right? So they cannot do so much. And we have to kind of maneuver around to do a little bit more in using the Bitcoin infrastructure in some way. Is that the way exactly. how a layman would describe it in some way? Okay. That's, that's what I was about to say now. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay, I, ex I explained it already. I'm always a little um, bit ahead. Sorry for but, that. So, so when when we now look at um, when we have this how the normal transactions mm -hmm. um, react or behave, we have this input and we have outputs, and these outputs have the opcodes in mm -hmm. there that tells me what type of address am I coming uh, at, what uh, is it a multi-signature or whatever. So there, okay. there is some stuff you can already um, um, encode data or messages into a transaction. Mm -hmm. um, people do that whenever you see somewhere there's data encoded in the blockchain, in Bitcoin. Yeah. Someone encoded a message or something. That's always encoded with this opcodes or within this output that you say, this is an output that has no value, but there is some message encoded or something. Why do some people do that? Encoded. Just for fun? Or is there a certain just for value? Fun, yeah. okay, just nah, for fun. it's like I want to... Uh, like if, I, if I write it on the blockchain, it's no one forever. can erase it. It's there forever. So I can okay. write okay. whatever I want and no one can block me from doing it. So that's like, <laughs> I send a message and it's and out there. And I on blockchain. Okay, so I can write, uh, I, hate, yeah. I hate you. It will never go away. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, and uh, this is what we, what we have on Bitcoin. And now what DeFi chain does is that we say, okay, we introduce some special behavior. We introduce additional opcodes the DeFi transaction opcodes, um, and they tell our chain what to do. And we encode this um, DeFi transaction data into these opcodes. And there is some um, special well-known behavior where we say that's the way it has to be. Mm -hmm. And that is that we have a transaction. Um, here I have one input, but it actually, usually it's one input, um, but it could be multiple UTXOs mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. input. Mm -hmm. And we have the first output, the V0, the V out zero of this transaction can be a so-called custom transaction um, or can encode a custom transaction. And then it's a DeFi, DFDX transaction, a DeFi transaction, um, which has no UTXO value. So that's not going to, to uh, another address, but in there we encode this data. And I will show you a bit how this encoding looks like. Um, into the deep, we don't go in this video, but um, that's a rough. So you have this, you still, um, and that's important, with this UTX, uh, with this transaction, you have the input and you still have an output for this change, what we talked about the last mm -hmm. time, because otherwise, if you have just the input and no UTXO output, you would pay all your input as a fee to the master node. They would like that, but you don't like that. And that's why you have that, and that output for the UTXO output, and the another output that's just you you don't pay for that except for the fee itself so this is just that it makes a bit more data in the transaction so the fee for the transaction gets a bit higher but it's not much um but you don't lose anything 
no real DFI because of this additional output. Okay, it's question. This question. Let, let, let me sum it up in layman terms again. So actually it means I input a certain amount of DFI, then the, then the, the, the second bubble on the right side says do something with this and then pay some change back. Exactly. Um, the, the UTXOs are actually just passed through. So there is, um, let's, let's look at the, okay. at the transaction, okay. at, at, at the real transaction. Um, this is, uh, scroll, zoom in a bit. Yep. So this is what you see on, uh, on DFAS scan usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody can, if you just look at DFAS scan, usually if you look at DFAS scan in a block and you see transactions with one input and two outputs, Nearly all of them are DeFi transactions. Okay. And you have the input, uh, and the output is basically it's exactly just, this. Is it's this without the minus the two O three. Okay. Minus the fee. So mm -hmm. this is just pipe through kind of, mm -hmm. um, because you need that you can put it as a transaction in a block. You need the input. You need to pay the fee with that. That's why you need the UTXO to make a DeFi transaction. But the first output of this transaction um, actually has this opcode DeFi transaction. In this case, it's a composite swap. Um, it has zero value because mm -hmm. all the value of this is actually happening within this encoded transaction. Okay. And here, um, DeFi scan already decodes this transaction and tells us, okay, this DeFi transaction that I have here is um, from this address. Uh, it's a composite swap from this address, this, the DeFi token, this amount to this address, to this token, and this is the max price, max amount is wrong. It's just a wrong wording. It's the max price um, that they put in the, the slippage protection. And okay, the path is he wants to use this pool. Okay, so the magic, the magic happens up there in the first line of output where it says do the swap, but the information you see further down below what really happened. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. And just as maybe a teaser for the for the people who want to see the uh, wait. I'm that's how it would look like as code. That's that's the part. Um, if you if you remember um, the the output from before, where we mm -hmm. had this mm -hmm. vouts and the script um, part, that's now the output of the of the DeFi transaction, where you again see we have two outputs. Mm -hmm. um, the second one looks exactly as we had it before with the witness v zero key hash mm -hmm. with the trans uh, with the address where we go to. That's our second output. That's the standard UTXO that we know. But the first output looks different. We don't have an address here, no value and everything. And suddenly we have an op return. Yep. Um, so we return this data. And this data is now the special case. That's what DeFi chain, what's the difference between DeFi chain and Bitcoin basically. The DeFi chain can read that. And this is actually the first eight, um, if you can read ASCII characters in hex code, you would know that the first eight numbers. Yeah, yeah I, do this, I do this every day while I brush my teeth, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this is actually just DFTX, so the, <laughs> the characters DFTX, DeFi transaction. Okay. And this is whenever you have an op return that starts with those, this number, the DeFi chain knows this is an encoded DeFi transaction and I need to decode that and do something with it. And then you have just encoded the whole thing that you want to, to do. Mm -hmm. And when you de decode that, you can do that on the CLI. You decode that, you see it's basically what we saw up there in a nice um, UI, ah, okay. where you say the type is bool swap, 
And here you have, if you look at that, um, just a fun fact, 69 is our um, type ID for pool swap. Mm -hmm. No bad jokes about 69 and swapping. <laughs> yeah, um, it was just... But I, shit, you stole, my, you stole the joke, you know, I just wanted to... Yeah, <laughs> I, I said no jokes. <laughs> and that's, that, so that's the type of the transaction. And then you have the, the from address encoded. Then you have the what token encoded. So this stream of bytes that's mm -hmm. actually just numbers, those um, uh, hex encoded numbers actually are just... Uh, DeFi chain knows, or the DeFi chain code, the, mm -hmm. the, the chain knows how to decode that to know that this is actually what's just encoded in these numbers from this address, this token ID, this amount, to this address, this token ID. This is the max price, and those are the pools that I want to use. So all this information is in that string of numbers and, and, and letters, exactly. right? Okay, good. And, to, and, and yes. if, if I see this, then I can go to the command line, type in D decode custom tx and the string of numbers and letters and then it decodes it for me and i get the as, as an answer i that, would get this yes there's, there's one small a small thing okay. because you see this is not these are not those numbers and that's because um for the cli you need to put in the full hex of the whole transaction uh -huh. so um because he then goes in takes the v0 um, the v out zero from the transaction and decodes mm -hmm. it but actually mm -hmm. it just reads that um, and decodes them. Okay. Um, exactly. Get it. And then you see that, so that's how you could, if you just have access to the CLI, mm -hmm. um, know what this transaction is about, that you just say decode the custom TX, and then you get from this uh, uh, full hex of the transaction, and then you get this, um, yeah, readable. Um, okay. Output. So that's a composite swap in different and, ways. And if, if someone, um, wants to know more about how this is uh, encoded and all that stuff. Um, yeah, we do a different video. Likes, yeah. Exactly. Probably won't happen. <laughs> and <laughs> you never now, know. Um, let's let's go to one additional thing. Okay. Um, because the thing is, we have the the, the big the big difference because we have these DeFi transactions and everything and that's nice and all but mm -hmm. um, if you just have UTXOs you can't do anything with that okay um, because yeah UTXOs there's what do I do with UTXOs on the on a Dex or anything um, that's why DeFi chain has on top of that basically my um, token system mm -hmm. so we have if you look at any DeFi chain address you have I think you also see that in the in the DeFi scan. I don't have a screenshot now from the DeFi scan, but in the DeFi scan, you see on top your amount of UTXO DFI, and then on uh, below that you see your balances, your token balances, and that's the the DFI UTXOs is just the sum of UTXOs that we, as we said before, every address had these UTXOs that came in and that you can spend then, mm -hmm. and then we have the token balances and the accounting part where we say we have tokens in my address. And here we have a completely different logic and world kind of. We have the, let's say, Bitcoin world on the on the left um, mm -hmm. with, the, with the DeFi UTXOs. And we have the, the DeFi, uh, the real DeFi world, the accounting world on the right. And in this in this world, you don't count in UTXOs or anything. You don't count in bills as we had the, the, mm -hmm. uh, the metaphor last time. You really have just uh, numbers in an accounting system where we say this address, the, so the chain has uh, keeps track of each address and knows this address now has 
1.3 DFI tokens, 2.8 BTC, 200 point something, UTC, USDC and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you have really the numbers and you can then say, I take that part of those number and send it somewhere else with the account to account DeFi transaction. Then the chain says, do you have enough? Yes, I just subtract that number and give it to the other address. There is no, you need the, the UTXO number and stuff. Like okay, sorry to interrupt, short question. So um, the UTXOs and token exist for DFI. What about all the other tokens that we have? Let's say USDT. Is the, there's a USDT token, right? Is there also yes. a USDT UTXO or does no. something like this not no. exist on the chain? UTXOs is only DFI. We are only that, that's kind of the, the native. The native. It's always bad when you say the... native level, mm -hmm. but the native native level. <laughs> so the the, the 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 UTXO level of the chain okay. is just DFI UTXOs. There is no other other token, okay. and that's why we have the token system on top because there you can easily say now I have additional uh, tokens and they can be created with a DeFi transaction where you mint tokens, um, or by just creating them on a swap. When you when you swap it or anything, okay. um, I mean, created it's only created when you mint it with the. But that's an additional an opcode, a DeFi chain opcode, a transaction, minting uh, new um, tokens and stuff. Okay. Like so even do we also DUSD exists only as a token. Exactly. Also the and that's something that's the also in the token system, mining. the liquidity mining tokens. Mm -hmm. If you um, put something into liquidity mining. Um, you actually exchange your two tokens um, that you put in that amount for a new for a new amount of the liquidity mining token. So you, that's why you have this token in your account, and that's why I can easily send your share of your liquidity of this liquidity pool to some other address because you take token that the liquidity token, mm -hmm. send it to the other address, and DeFi chain in the back says um, I distribute the rewards to the addresses that have those tokens in their account. Um, and that's why you can easily send that at all. Um, and that's what's on top of the, on the UTXO level, on the Bitcoin tech level kind of, we have this accounting system with the tokens. And the last important thing, um, and then I think we are enough for this video, um, is this because it's um, often misunderstood, uh, uh, one of the mysteries or misunderstandings is this, um, uh, how do I, why do I need this conversion from UTXOs to DFI and stuff like that? And I mean, right now it should be already kind of cleared why you need that, because if you want to send something on the, on the core level, uh, on the UTXO level, because sending DFI also have always happens on the UTXO level, you could do that on the token level, but the, chair, um, the light wallet always does it on the UTXO level. I think it's mainly because you only you can be certain that the other address can accept UTXOs. It could be that the other address is not able to handle tokens. Mm -hmm. That's why um, it's always sent as UTXOs. You can also send it as tokens, but um, not via the Light Wallet. The Light Wallet automatically does the UTXO sending. Ah, that's, that's the why reason why the Light Wallet always converts everything into UTXOs. Okay. If you send DFI, if you send mm -hmm. USD yeah, or something, then you have to send, you send token. the token directly. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can on chain, you can do that. I'm doing that <laughs> with with the with the Vault Maxi, mm -hmm. where I send the token directly because then you save one transaction. Um, 
but you can um, so you can do it, but the, the light wallet does it directly with the UTXOs, and it's safer because you don't know if an exchange, for example, I think the exchanges don't handle the the, the tokens. If you send them DFI tokens, um, they don't account it because they just do the accounting on the UTXO level, and therefore it would be lost. That's why it's important that you, if you don't know the other address, on default send it as UTXO, and then you are safe. Um, so that's that's the important stuff. Um, and so this the um, transfer needs to happen. And therefore, mm -hmm. we have those two um, special um, DeFi transactions, same as the other DeFi transaction, encoded in the first output and all that. Uh, it's a UTXO to account and the account to UTXO. And if you look at that, um, zoom a bit, zoom a bit more. <laughs> now, you zoom. Now we start. Okay. Um, and here we have, um, as again, um, first output is an op default transaction, in this case, UTXO to account. Um, and we have two UTXO inputs, um, because for whatever reason, that's the input we need. Mm -hmm. And here, this is the only default transaction that has a value, because we want to get these UTXOs and basically send them to the token world. And to send them to the token world, we need to take them out of the UTXO world because otherwise they are on both sides and suddenly we created tokens. So in reality, um, or technically, we burn UTXOs. So mm -hmm. this 578.89 something are burned on the UTXO side because they go to this transaction, to this, um, to this output, but this output can't be spent. So this is effectively burned. Question, um, if you say it gets burned, does it... Does it mean that it gets sent to an address that is kind of a one-way no, no. street? Or, or how, how does this burning work of this UTXO? Burn, bur burning is in this way just a metaphor that we say it's gone. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's, how it's, do you make it gone? Be because you can't spend it. Okay. Basically, and that, that's, that's also the thing, when you say um, burning by sending it to the burn address, yeah. The burn address is an address like every other address on the mm -hmm. DeFi chain. The okay. only special thing about the burn address is that no one knows the key to the burn address. Okay. The burn address is an address that's just made up okay. with numbers, so you can't have the key for that. Okay. Um, so when you send something to the burn address, it's still a normal address and it's still in the system but it can't be spent. That's why we interpret it as burned because it can't be spent. And in this way, this is the same behavior because you send something to an output that can't be spent anymore. So it's burned. And the thing is, it's so it's, it's, it's made unspendable, say mm -hmm, it this way, mm -hmm, it's made mm -hmm, unspendable mm -hmm. on the um, UTXO level. And at, in the same transaction via this transaction, it's created are minted on the um, token level. So now suddenly this account has 758 point something DFI tokens more in the account. And the DeFi chain itself um, make, makes sure that this transaction is only valid if those two numbers match perfectly and everything is fine. Um, and that's the thing that the DeFi chain transaction takes care, updates the account, updates the numbers. So this is how you get it, make it unspendable on the UTXO level, create it on the token level. And if you go the other direction, if you say, okay, I want to go now from the account to the UTXO, here I have input like that. And this is the only way where we violate this um, input equals output plus, mm -hmm. plus fee. 
because here we go in with just the, um, the single input, the UTXO for the fees. We have the, um, the change from this. So this is rooted through here. This is basically the, the input minus the fee. And here we have this account, the UTXO, with a zero um, value. And the DeFi transaction internally says, I take from this address, I take this amount of DFI from the token balance, and my minting outputs start at two. What does it mean? And it this means at two? it means zero, one, two. <laughs> so <laughs> the output with zero, index two, one, two. <laughs> yeah. The output with this, the index two is the first output where the minting starts. You could okay. make multiple outputs here mm -hmm. that you say, I um, take 624 tokens and I make two UTXOs from that. They sum, they need to sum up to 624, okay. but I can make multiple. That's why it's the, it says minting starts at two. And then everything below that is the stuff that's minted, minting output. <laughs> that's created from those tokens, the, the UTXOs that are minted here. And because it, the accounting all works and those tokens can only be created because of um, um, the UTXOs being made unspendable or by block rewards from the um, DeFi stuff, that's why we have that here. Um, and that's how you go back from the account to the UTXO level. Exactly. And that's basically the all there is to say about the, or the, the secret, what DeFi chain um, build on top of the Bitcoin technology. And that's why we always say it's basically the security and safety of the Bitcoin level, because you have the transaction level, the transaction layer is exactly as in Bitcoin. You have the UTXO's inputs, the, um, the outputs and everything. And we just encode all the DeFi um, logic, all the DeFi world, the composite swaps, the create roles, the take loans, the, the payback loans, whatever, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Also the future swaps. Future swaps are just an additional DeFi transaction that you put in and the chain knows what to do with this encoded data to update the internal accounts, to have this um, well-known smart contracts that interact with the, um, the, the future swap, basically. Okay. That's all coded on top of that. That's pretty genius, actually. So it makes a very stable, uh, well-proven system and just adds some new features in it. Exactly. Just add mm -hmm. encoded data and the ability to handle them. Okay. That's cool. Hey, Kugi, uh, that was fantastic. Let me just switch back to the other view. I think that explains really a lot. And I think people, I mean, uh, a lot of light bulbs just uh, went on in my brain. And people always said, well, why, do we need, why do we need these? Why do we need these tokens, right? <laughs> well, why UTXOs, you know? All, all, uh, why do we need both of them? Why not just one thing and make it simple? I think now it's far better understandable for everybody out there. How do things play together? Why they're even necessary? How do we avoid that they exist twice in the system? Awesome. Really cool. Kuki, fantastic. Thank you so much. I think uh, you made it really easy to understand if you watch the first video. I think the first video is really important to get to get on the track. Cool. Yo, exactly. uh, that's exciting. Guys, uh, like Kuki said, uh, part three, going really, really, really down the rabbit hole of token UTXOs and stuff like that. If you want to see that, Kuki is always up for that. And uh, just let us know. And uh, yeah, if not, then not. Then we're going to come up with some other 
topic to bust some mystery. Kügi, hey, thank you again so much for being here tonight. Oh, it's not tonight. It's your morning. It's my afternoon. Um, and yeah, enjoy your trip. And yeah, have a good day. Everybody out there, thanks for watching. Thank you and bye-bye.